Mark Wilson, Paul Mushaben, 33rd year of doing what we do. 30 of them in this building. I try to be a glass half full kind of guy. And many times each week I say, I'm glad I'm not that guy. I don't know how far you came yesterday, buddy. I don't know how far you got to go today. I just know that I don't have to drive a U-Haul anywhere hauling all my stuff in a car behind it. <laughs> Without, Without I, they, I, they might have air now. They probably do. I haven't, uh, haven't needed one in several years. Uh, 76 degrees downtown. Paul said he had 104 yesterday. I had 102 on my pickup in the Heights in the afternoon. Here's a neat little rumor I heard yesterday. You can take it for whatever you think it's worth. Uh, this gal's mom is a nurse at one of the hospitals here, and they had a meeting. And in addition to the masks, they're now going to require all your health providers to also wear eye coverings or goggles. And somebody asked, how long do you think this mask edict is going to last? And the guy at the hospital said, we're thinking two years. And if that's the case, like this gal was saying, she's a waitress on her feet all day, back and forth, got to hustle sometimes. And keep in mind right now, too, even though they're opened up back more than 50%, most of these places are not staffed like they were before the pandemic. And then this gal yesterday had another one call in, so she had even more to do. So she really ran with her mask on. And she said, I'll just have to find some other way to make a living where you don't have to wear a mask. And I said, yeah. Then I said, are you done? And are you out of Coors Light? And she said, no, I'll be right back. I said, okay, thank you. If you've heard Paul and I talk about the posts that we write each day and the ones that seem to get more attention than others, it just cracks me up. I wrote one about never having had dinner at Enzo's yesterday and got 3,500 hits. (laughs) And I did watch a little bit of Governor Bullock's press conference yesterday. It's funny because we work in a business where there's public speaking and so... I don't know if you want to debate whether or not we're knowledgeable, but at least we're conscious of how he's getting better each time. Because in the beginning, he had all his uh, had all his staff standing right next to him up there. And then they weren't next to him, but they were spread out behind him, but not six feet apart. And then he was touching his face and touching the podium. So he's cleaned all that up. So yesterday was a pretty clean run as far as what he's telling all the rest of us to do. You know, with the mask thing... One thing they have done is the precedent has been set by the governor and county health directors that their power now is uh, unchallengeable. And we we might have an outbreak of flu next year, and now they may come out and say masks are mandatory. This is not the last time around for these. No. Now now they can make they could make it ma- And you know we were talking about flu flu deaths yesterday. There hasn't been any flu deaths reported in Montana since the COVID thing hit. None. That's impossible. I know. That is freaking impossible. Yeah, we haven't heard of one. Not one has been reported in a paper of a flu death. Not one since January. They just all stopped and they're all COVID deaths. Mm-hmm. But um, heck, they could they could mandate them for that. Or the norovirus. Remember or, the noro was big. Or Legionnaire's disease. Or SARS. Anything that's going around, they can just do it now. They'll, they'll just, uh, they'll make masks mandatory. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't disagree with that. And, you know, honestly, 
I tried to have a civil conversation with my stepmom last night because she is 100% all in on what NBC is telling her. Mm-hmm. I said, you don't think there's any chance whatsoever? And I told her about the letters we've gotten for people that showed up and didn't, didn't get tested, then got positive responses. Mm-hmm. She goes, that, that doesn't happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's just it. It's okay, well. Whatever. You be, you know, and whatever. I said, that, that's what it comes down to. You've got people like us who are upset about the freedoms that are being taken away. And you have people on the other side that this is the thing is, well, she's 70. So, you know, you are at risk. You should stay home. You used to smoke. Yeah. You know, I went into Walmart the other day. I wore a mask. Uh, I don't want to get sick. So I wore a mask. Right. What, what's so difficult about that? If people, if people don't want to get sick, then wear a mask. If you want to take a chance and get sick, then don't wear a mask. For people like you and me, that just speeds up the shopping experience anyway. Yeah, it does. But I got a question. There's a headline in the paper today. County reports our 19th death. Another COVID-19 related death occurred Tuesday. Public Health Department reports a man in his 60s passed away Tuesday at his home. It's the most recent COVID-19 death in Yellowstone County. Question. Number one, I got a question. How did this man die at home? Great question, Paul. COVID-19. Okay. COVID-19, you do not get, there hasn't been one case reported in America. Not one that I know of even around the world yet. Where you get COVID-19, you get the symptoms and within an hour, you're dead in your home. No, not how it works. None. Zero. I don't know of any people in America. They need to explain that death in the paper. Now, they're not doing it. How could a man in his 60s get COVID-19 and die in his home? And is that what he died? Is that the only thing he had? That's not what he died of. No. There's no way, folks, in Billings, Montana where we have plenty of beds available at the hospitals and plenty of emergency workers that a man could get COVID-19 in his house and before they can get him to the doctor or the hospital, he's dead. Mm -hmm. There's no way. COVID-19 doesn't kill that fast. It doesn't kill in an hour. No. It doesn't. How could this man get COVID-19 and die at his home? If he was in the hospital and they released him they would not release him if he was on his deathbed they wouldn't release a man if he was struggling for his life if he was on a ventilator if he was having trouble breathing if his lung capacity was being shortchanged and he was systems were shutting down he would not have been released from the hospital to go home especially if he had that contagion in his body they wouldn't let him go out how did a man in his 60s now did he live at a home? Here's, here's something that could happen. He could have been living at home by himself. He could have had no family and friends. He may have got COVID-19 and he didn't want to go to the hospital and, and he called absolutely no one and he just stayed there in his house and it got worse and he died. Okay, I got a message from somebody that works there. He was a police officer. He, did, mm-hmm. he died at home because his family checked him out so he could be around his family. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. 
They need to explain those things in the paper. And they never they never give you the severity of the number of new cases. No. Because you can test positive and not have a sniffle. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that the hospital would send him home. Here's a man in his 60s that we are trying to save, and they let him. That man had a chance to the very end. Why would you do that? Uh, now, where'd the message go? Um... I mean, you would think. Look, I oh. mean, if if I had it and and I was and I was failing quickly, I'd have them give me hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. everything they could to try to save me till the very last second. I don't I don't know why a hospital would do that. Why would a hospital send a man since he was a for, what do you say former police officer mm-hmm. who's probably health was probably okay. I mean, I don't know. We don't know. Why would they send him home like that? Well, so he could die around his family. And I don't know if the hospitals are doing like the nursing homes where they're not letting people in to see the to see the patients. But I mean, COVID-19 is something that, that you always have a chance with. Mm-hmm. Oh, they said he had he had other health issues. Oh, OK. Then completely forget everything we said yeah but see none of that was reported no a COVID 19 related death that's all that's in there it doesn't say he had other major uh health issues that made the situation worth nope COVID 19 the way that all these things are being reported by our tv stations our newspaper most of the major networks it's just a big PR machine for this COVID-19. Right now, it says here, uh, let's see, um, 52 people in hospitals around the state. There's another thing, by the way. Uh, how come we don't have our emergency hospital set up at Metro Park? Now, we did that earlier in case, because you know we were going to be burdened, overburdened, mm-hmm. And the hospitals couldn't handle it. Okay, now we've got fifty-two. We've we've never we've never had fifty-two in the hospital before from COVID. Remember, at its peak three months ago, we were getting twenty-six statewide, mm-hmm. twenty-seven, and now we've got double that, and still no problem yet. Where's our parades mm-hmm. and things like that? This time around. We've got 56 in hospitals. We don't have people's hip replacement surgeries being postponed. We don't have people's heart surgeries being postponed. Their gallbladders, their appendix, their elbows and shoulders and knees being fixed. We don't have those being postponed now. Yeah, you're right. Why? Why is it different now when the numbers are dramatically higher? When we have dramatically more people in the hospital now than we had last time. Why is that? What science is behind that now? Got a message from a doctor here in Billings that said, uh, you're absolutely right about the hands. People spread more diseases and infect themselves more through their hands than the masks. And he goes, because people, first of all, are always touching their masks and adjusting their masks and everything is on their hands. And when they take their masks off, their hands are contaminated 
It's the hand. I've brought that up for months. The mandatory mask, but no mandatory gloves. And you can't function without your hands. You can't even put a mask on without your hands. If you can, you're talented. Yeah, no kidding. Your hands. Don't protect your hands. Well, and I know for guys like you and me, have you got a box of fresh masks in your pickup and every time you go to a business, you no. pull out a, n- n- hardly anybody does. No. And I don't care if it's cloth and you wash it once a week. Uh-huh. You're, it's still a germ spreader. You know, if if somebody, this is like so, this is like a major outbreak of VD in the state and the governor coming out and saying, I need everybody to wear gloves on your hands. That's <laughs> not where you should be wearing them. I agree. Should people take care of themselves? Yeah. Take care of yourselves. Wear a mask if you want. If you're vulnerable, wear a mask. Knock yourself out. We'll beat it eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, this fire, remember yesterday I told you about Pfizer? Pfizer's, uh, Pfizer's stock was up two bucks yesterday mm-hmm. and um, at the close. So everybody's uh, putting their hopes and uh, dreams on this new vaccine. And y- y- what people don't understand about a vaccine is first of all the vaccine is going to work differently on every human right uh even dr purcell told us that everybody's dna is different and they work different on every human but generally they try to get how it works generally with everyone number two this is not a cure the vaccine is not going to be a cure you're not going to be able to go in there uh and get a shot when you have COVID-19 and then in six hours you're cured and you're back out at Stewart Park playing softball at 10 (laughs) o'clock. All right, it's just not going to happen. The vaccines they're working on are vaccines to boost your own immune defense mechanisms in your body Mm -hmm. that will create better immunity and can help your own immunity system fight it off and hopefully not kill you it's not a cure they don't have a cure yet for viruses isn't that interesting they they don't have a cure yet for viruses all they can do is help your own body try to beat it and defend it and build up its own immunity to where you can live through it right any, any of you get a flu shot and still get the flu that year? Yes, you can. It's, see? Same it's, thing. Yeah, it's just to diminish the symptoms and you won't have it as long. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. It's not a cure. And, I, and you know what? Even with the vaccine, when they come out with the vaccine, are they still... They'll still want mask mandatory because of people who... Don't get the vaccine. That's what they'll say. Well, there are still 165 million Americans who decided not to take the vaccine and they're still vulnerable. So we still need people to wear a mask because even though you got the vaccine, you are still a carrier. Mm-hmm. That's That'll come. Yeah, no, you're right. That'll probably happen. But no deaths, folks. We have been, uh, this is an unprecedented year. No deaths from the flu reported here in this town since January. 
Not one. I haven't seen an article one on any flu deaths. No update on the TV stations about the flu deaths. Not one. Not one flu death reported in a year. In a in a in a normal year that claims between thirty five and sixty thousand Americans every year. Not one in the last eight months here in our area that they're talking about. Guy was attacked by a grizzly bear while hiking down in Wyoming, south of Cody. He was able to bandage himself up and walk out. The man revealed he'd been hiking alone on a game trail when he surprised a grizzly bear in a day bed only seven to eight feet away. Boy, anybody that ever has walked into Mark's house in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon on Sunday, you know what that's like. This big hairy creature is laying there taking a nap in his day bed and you surprise him and he jumps up ready to fire. The incident occurred so quickly that the victim was not able to use his bear spray. The bear immediately charged him, knocked the victim to the ground, and left the area. Huh. Well, I wonder how he got injuries to his arm and his chest then, if the bear just knocked him down. Due to the remote location and low probability of locating the bear, no management action is planned at this time. The victim's age, name, or residence were not released. Now, we know all the COVID people. <laughs> their gender, their age. Right. Oh, my God. But we, we, we do not release the people who are attacked by bears. And he was taken to the hospital. Yeah. The trail is 41 miles south of Cody along the South Fork Shoshone River. Holy cow. 41-mile hike when you're not injured is pretty impressive. <laughs> I just got a message. That's funny. That grizzly attack was COVID. <laughs> COVID-related. Grandstands are coming down. Horse racing people wanted to stop it. And the county commissioner said, we've been discussing this for over a year. We've had plenty of time for public comment. And uh, and then the decision was made, and they're going to tear it down. But you, would you want one of the lights off there? Mm-hmm. Billings Police investigating a possible shooting at the Roadway Inn. That was yesterday morning. We saw the cars up there. Two suspects, of whom one had a gun, Pounded on the door of the room, forcing their way into the room when a struggle ensued and the male occupant of the room who grabbed for the gun. A shot from the gun was fired at some point during the struggle. They left the area afterward. Uh, left afterwards. Police are working on a description. The victim had a hand injury that may have been a gunshot wound. How could it be a possible shooting then if they know the gun went off in the room? <laughs> that's not a possible shooting is it mark i don't think so well i hope he was wearing a mask when he went in there hmm. official high in billings yesterday was 97 degrees
hot, hot, hot yesterday. I don't know how many gallons of water I drank, but I drank a lot. Big night for baseball tonight. Major League Baseball kicks off. And, of course, uh, it, for years and years, the Cincinnati Reds always had the traditional opener. And the reason that a lot of people don't know is because the Reds were the very first professional baseball team. Makes sense. 1869. I got a hat with that on it, by the way. But uh, 1869 is when the Reds became a professional baseball team. But since then now, because of money and revenue, they've changed it, and they always go to the larger markets. Oh, yeah. And tonight, the Yankees will be playing the Nationals, and the San Francisco Giants will be taking on the Dodgers. And uh, tonight, it's uh, Max Scherzer against Garrett Cole in the Yankees-Nationals game. That'll be a... That will be good. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Fauci is going to throw out the first pitch. Now, we'll see if Dr. Fauci, when he throws out the pitch, any bets on a mask? I'll bet he has a mask on. I'll bet he does. But he won't have gloves. Now, the catcher will. (laughs) The catcher will have at least one glove, which is... Better than two, I right. guess. Uh, not having two, but catcher will. And the catcher will have a mask. Mm-hmm. Always has. Baseball's led the way. Oh. In COVID-19 Pioneers protocol. in health. Players always have worn gloves, and the catchers have always worn masks. Get it? You folks north of town, it's a baseball joke. But uh, no fans. They'll be playing crowd noise over the speakers like they do in the MLB baseball game. The kids play uh, to simulate a live game. You know, Toronto still doesn't have a place to play. And uh, Pittsburgh offered them their stadium and a few others. And then this the, the mayor or the state health department guy in Pittsburgh said, no, you're not playing here <laughs> because of COVID-19. So that shows you what a dumbass this guy is. He he'll let he'll let the Pirates play there and let all the other major league teams from around the country's hotspots to fly in there and play. Mm-hmm. But he won't let the Toronto Blue Jays, where they don't have as big an outbreak problem as we have, he will not let them fly into Pittsburgh and play. Dumb. They're going to have 30 home games in Pittsburgh anyway. Right. But you can't have 60. That's the science behind it. <laughs> has, has there been science on that? No. no there nope. hasn't been. Just another county health director yeah. flexing his muscle. That's right. So then they were going to play in Buffalo. Buffalo is, I think Buffalo is their AAA affiliate or something. They were considering playing there. And there's a place in Connecticut, I believe, that's uh, in around Hartford. It's a AA uh, baseball stadium. And they were going to try to find the Blue Jays a home. But uh, baseball will finally get back to action tonight. I think America will be glad to see that. And uh, what America will not be glad to see is if they bring politics in the baseball. And they're going to. And they need to leave politics out of sports. Americans are are looking for something where all this BS 
political crap that we've been inundated day after day after day with. We need one spot where we can go, where it's away from our lives. Why do you think so many people right now are buying RVs and campers and boats and four-wheelers? You can't find them. No, and going to places where there's no TV signal. It's an escape. They want to get away from this. And finally, baseball, a place where we could go and enjoy the game that has such deep, rich traditions. America's pastime. You know, if you ever watch the Ken Birds documentary on baseball, this is where America went to escape during the Depression, during World War One, World War Two. People had at least baseball to go to. If you ever watch any of the highlights, the stadiums were packed. People wanted to get away for just, even if it was just for two to three hours, they could escape. They could leave all of that. They could go to baseball. And so what has baseball done? Now they're bringing politics into baseball. They're going to use baseball to send a message. Major League Baseball will now be an outlet for racial injustice. There is no racial injustice in baseball. No. Baseball has embraced, of all the sports, baseball was the one that broke the color barrier. Right. With Jackie Robinson, Branch Rickey, a great Republican, brought Jackie Robinson in the baseball. The Democrats didn't want African-Americans in baseball. Go back and read the history. Look at the Democrat owners of these clubs like Philly. Oh, he was a racist pig. Wouldn't let him, didn't even want to let him come to their ballpark and play. Oh, yeah, that was the Democrat owners in baseball. Baseball was a place where people could go and release. They could go and have a hot dog and a beer. People dressed up in suits. When they went to these games, it was an escape. And it should be still an escape. It's a game. And there's going to be players kneeling during the national anthems. There's going to be players wearing things. There's going to, and, and the TV people who cover it, like ESPN, who are now another branch of the liberal agenda in America, mm-hmm. will be using that opportunity to influence you any way they can on their political standing by covering certain aspects of that baseball game that are not pertaining to baseball. That's what they're going to do. And you're going to say, well, well, you guys are uh, a branch of the media that cover. Yes, but we offer you an alternative and we don't have the only other alternative we have is the music, and we play that. Right. You know what you get when you tune into this radio station. People are expecting to get that when they go to baseball. And and you watch. It's going to be front and center in these games. Well, and somebody made a point. I heard it on one of the talk shows the other day. So the NFL went from not showing the national anthems to now adding a second one for one particular group. And they probably won't show that. Oh, they might show that one. I'm I'm leaning towards that. In fact, they probably will because if they don't show 
the black national anthem, everybody will call the networks racist. So they'll probably show the black national anthem, but then they probably will not show the American national anthem, which is going to make Americans mad. But see, they should never have gotten into this in the first place at that at those venues. Uh, and the players, you know, if the players want to make political statements and so forth, well, God bless them. It's their free right to do so, but not at work. 